This is The Sharp Angle, every day on your favorite podcast player. What is going on? Welcome into The Sharp Angle Podcast. How's everyone doing out there? How's your week? I, uh, I do apologize for not getting this NFL show out yesterday. It was a crazy day, a little hectic here. And uh, with everything going on, with a lot of work piling up, and for those who know, I'm taking uh, some classes right now at the University of Denver, some data science classes. Uh, for, for the next you know month or two, my Mondays are going to be really tough. But either way, we'll always make sure and uh, get this NFL podcast out, whether it's Monday or early on Tuesday. Uh, we'll do our review. And as you guys know, on Mondays, we usually review the NFL, what we learned, what we didn't learn. And we're actually going to start doing things a little bit differently starting today. Uh, What I'm going to do every Monday is give my new updated NFL top 10. Now, keep in mind, the way I do my top 10 is through pure math, right? It's just numbers. Now, I started working on this about a month ago. What I use is a collaboration of a couple different outlets with my own sort of twist on it, right? I see what some other very, very respected sources say. I try and stay up to date on what the market is in Vegas. And then, like I said, I own my, I uh, add my own little twist at the end. So, Uh, This is my 10 through 1 in the NFL, and what I'm going to do is actually give their rating. So the way I do my ratings is this is how many points a team is better or worse than average. Now, obviously, since we're only talking about the top 10 today, you're only going to hear teams who are better than average, but that's how these numbers work. Let's let's take an example right now of some teams I'm not going to talk about today. Uh, Las Vegas is exactly an even money team. Las Vegas is zero. Las Vegas is the definition of an average team in 2020. Uh, I have the San Francisco 49ers two points worse than average. So what that means is if Las Vegas and San Francisco played on a neutral field, Las Vegas would be two point favorites according to my ratings. Now that's without factoring anything else. That's just taking how good these teams are today and then really not looking at anything, right? So if, uh, let's say Las Vegas did play San Francisco on a neutral field, you would want to factor in the last couple games, uh, uh, travel situations, things like that 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 may not be accounted for in the number. Now, if you look at a team like New Orleans, they are missing Drew Brees. So obviously, they're going to fall back in the ratings Uh, pretty substantially, because these ratings that I'm about to give you are as of today, as of Tuesday morning in the NFL. You got to factor in everything you can factor in right now, and then this is kind of how much better teams are than average. So starting with number 10, I do have the New Orleans Saints, my number 10 team in the NFL. I think they are one and a half points better than average. Now, as I said, keep in mind, New Orleans is working right now without Drew Brees, one of the better quarterbacks in the league. I think Drew Brees is worth three and a half to four points. So when he comes back, New Orleans should theoretically jump all the way up to three or four in the NFL. Right now, they're number 10. You see the limitations on offense. Very good defense so far, you know, as well in New Orleans, but major limitations on offense. Currently, with everything going on in that program and that organization, New Orleans Orleans is number 10 on the list, 1.5 points better than average. Number nine, 
Indianapolis Colts. And I'll be the first to admit it. I sold my Indianapolis stock a couple weeks ago where they had a lot of injuries. Both their left tackles are out. Old man Rivers dealing with a toe injury. And they came out last week and looked ready to go, ready for the playoffs. This is a good football team. Of course, they went and beat Las Vegas last week on the road, but they proved how physical they can be, what they're going to do to win. Jonathan Taylor finally finding a good role within Indianapolis, and you got to like what they're doing in Indy. Indianapolis, number nine on the list, two points better than average. Number eight, Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore, I've got two and a half points better than average. And, you know, obviously we all saw them win that close game last night. And I want to say a couple things about uh, Cleveland and about Baltimore. Because Cleveland, we're not going to talk about today. I've got Cleveland number 11 on my rankings. So we're not going to hit them. But both Cleveland, Baltimore, it was a fun game last night. It was enjoyable to watch. Two teams battling it out. Those are not Super Bowl contending teams. Those teams are not what you see winning in January in the playoffs. It's simply not. It was fun. It was exciting. But Baltimore, you know, a lot of people had Baltimore to start the season right there at the top of the league with Kansas City. And that has not happened. Baltimore's faded this year. They're seven and six currently. Well, maybe they're eight and five actually after last night's game. But either way, not a, a good team, not a great team. Winning a couple games, maybe they'll win a playoff game, but that's about it. Baltimore, two and a half points better than average. Number seven, and this may surprise some people, but I have Pittsburgh Steelers as my number seven team, three points better than average. And Pittsburgh has fallen quickly these last couple weeks. Now, I'll say, I didn't have Pittsburgh that high when they were undefeated. I didn't have them ever the number one team in the league. But being undefeated has to mean something. Like At some point, you've got to stop saying, well, they're not as good as their record says. But these last two weeks, two losses in a row to Washington and then the Buffalo Bills, I'm having my question marks about Pittsburgh. Now, it's, it's fair to note that the Steelers were not in an advantageous situation these last couple weeks. It was everything but that, you know? They had so many distractions a couple weeks ago. They had their game moved over and over and over for the Baltimore week. That's why I understood the Washington game is a major flat spot for, for Pittsburgh. But then, you know, Pittsburgh and Buffalo had the exact same amount of time to get ready for this last game, and Pittsburgh kind of blew it. So... I'm starting to think that, you know, Pittsburgh can't just show up and play when they want to play. There's a lot more contingent on how good Pittsburgh looks. And right now, three points better than average, number seven in the NFL is where I have the Steelers. Moving on to number six, the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo, I've got three and a half points better than average. In Buffalo, they proved to us how good they can be these last couple weeks. I think this is the best team in the NFL no one's talking about. They're a Super Bowl contender. Josh Allen looks really, really good this year. And Buffalo, I don't think I'm overreacting here. Three and a half points better at number six. Number five, they're actually tied with Buffalo, maybe slightly, slightly ahead of them. I've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers also three and a half points better than average. And Tampa Bay is single-handedly the most difficult team to place on this list. They are so inconsistent. Their variance week to week is probably the highest in the NFL, meaning you don't know who you're going to get with Tampa Bay. Some weeks they're good. Some weeks they're terrible. Some weeks they like to run a spread. Some weeks they like to run a power offense. You know, it's, it's, it's very, very inconsistent with Tampa. And 
some may say that is to be expected because with a team so brand new, getting to learn the coaching staff, getting to learn Tom Brady, so on and so forth, maybe we can expect this in the first year. But right now, Tampa Bay is a good team, probably one of the most underrated teams, according to my rankings. They're right there, three and a half points better with Buffalo. We've got Tampa Bay, number five in our rankings. Number four, the Seattle Seahawks. And I have Seattle four points better than average at number four. And I think Seattle, man, you talk about the the volatility of Tampa Bay, Seattle's right up there with them. You know, Seattle has some questionable results this year. But then again, they've got some very good wins. And that NFC West is an enigma. Like, what is the NFC West? For the first month, month or uh, maybe two months of the season, Everyone's thinking the NFC West is the division to beat, and then everyone starts plummeting. The Rams don't look as good. The 49ers don't look as good. Seattle, of course, Arizona. But I think Seattle, when it comes to playoff time, if they can get their running game down, Seattle's going to be a team to compete with. Seattle's going to be a a good team. But right now, the NFC is so top-loaded that although Seattle is number four, I have them number three in my NFC, which brings us to the number three overall team in the NFL, the LA Rams. I've got LA four and a half points better than average. And the LA Rams, it's all about their defense. I think Jared Goff actually has major limitations. And Sean McVay, I think, does as well. And he tells us that with his play calling and his preparation every single week. This is a team that runs the football, throws off play action on offense, but it's their defense that keeps them in games, ultimately ends up closing games out and wins games for them. And this isn't said too often, but I think their most valuable player is on defense. Aaron Donald is so good. He may be underrated. And I know it's it's like... Tyler, how the hell could Aaron Donald be underrated? He's one of the best, most talked about players in the NFL, especially on defense. And my answer to that would be that overrated and underrated doesn't have to do with how much ESPN talks about them. It has to do with how good the average person thinks they are compared to how many points they're really worth in the spread. And Aaron Donald is one of the few players in the NFL who's worth more than one point against the spread. That's a very... That's one thing that I know, or I've at least noticed when I talk to people who don't handicap much NFL, is they overestimate how much players are worth to the spread. You know, when Odell Beckham Jr. went out for the Browns, do you know how much Vegas downgraded the Browns based on the OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr. injury? About a half of a point, right? But if you ask a lot of NFL fans who love Odell and see Odell, especially those who are, are Browns fans, they may say Odell Beckham's worth a, a, a field goal, you know, three, four points a game, which is just ludicrous. The best quarterbacks in the league are worth maybe five, six points, but then there's a heavy drop-off. And any position player, any defensive player usually isn't worth more than one point to the spread. But Aaron Donald is different. This guy's very good. Several points against the spread. And the Rams, they keep getting better and better. A couple stra- a couple losses on the year that I'm willing to forgive them for. And right now, the Rams number three in the NFL, I don't think that's an overreaction. So LA Rams, number three, four and a half points better than average. Number two, Green Bay Packers. Green Bay looks good. And I think Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers sort of 
have a bad habit of playing down to their competition. They're kind of like the Pittsburgh Steelers in that aspect, you know? When they get a team who they're supposed to beat or they're supposed to, you know, they don't show up for a lot of those games. You know, they, they kind of lay an egg. They're sort of nowhere to be found. But often, when Green Bay plays another very good team, maybe the Tampa Bay game excluded, Green Bay shows up. And I think it's Green Bay's defense that no one talks about. Now, Green Bay doesn't have an elite defense, but if you look at advanced metrics, defensive efficiency, DVOA, Green Bay is better than average in a lot of those stats. And that's all you need is an above average defense for how good that offense can be. Aaron Rodgers didn't get what he was looking for this offseason in terms of a new receiver or bolstering up that that those kind of skill positions, but they've looked good despite it. I mean, Alan Lazard, Valdez Scanling, obviously... Um, Devontae Adams looks better and better every week, but Green Bay is a real team. I've got them five points better than average. I think they would be favored on a neutral field against every other team in the NFL, except for my number one team, the Kansas City Chiefs. We've got Kansas City coming in seven and a half points better than average, a touchdown and a half better than average. And I don't know how many people would would argue with me on this one. I mean, Kansas City... If anything, you know, the last couple of weeks, they haven't covered the spread recently. They haven't looked like the dominating Kansas City team that we've grown accustomed to seeing. And I don't think that's much to worry about at all. Yeah, you're going to hear some people and some shows say, look at Andy Reid towards the end of the year. Are they fading? Are they becoming predictable? And all that stuff. I don't think that's the case at all. I think Kansas City is as good as they've ever been. I think they're saving a lot for the playoffs. And when it comes to winning time, when it comes to the playoffs, they're going to be one of the better teams. They're going to be there at the end. And I'm just looking at Vegas right now. Despite Kansas City's lack of performing against the spread these last couple of months, Kansas City's still the odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl. Not the AFC, the Super Bowl, which is crazy. So right now, Kansas City, number one, they've slipped the last few weeks, but I think no doubt about it, they're the best team in the NFL. So once again, my top 10 looks like this. Number 10, New Orleans. Number nine, the Indianapolis Colts. Number eight, the Baltimore Ravens. Number seven, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Number six, Buffalo Bills. Number five, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Number four, the Seattle Seahawks, number three, the LA Rams, number two, the Green Bay Packers, and number one, the Kansas City Chiefs. So that does it for this week's ratings. Let me know what you guys think. Agree, disagree. Let us know on Twitter at, uh, oh my God, I've been doing so many podcasts lately. It's at Sharp Angle Pod is the Twitter for this podcast, at Sharp Angle Pod. Give us a follow. Let me know what you think of those ratings. And uh, good luck, whatever you guys have going on today or tonight. Hope you cash big, and we'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle. <laughs>